We see such terrible extremism today. And the psychology of ideological extremism is the same, whether on the far right or the far left. Extremists on the far left try to portray all police officers as evil and corrupt, and we have to get rid of all of them. The extremists on the far right try to portray all protesters as violent anarchists who want to destroy our country. This is a false dichotomy. Are all police officers bad? Absolutely not. Are all protesters violent? Absolutely not. Both statements are so ridiculous, and yet extremists on both sides keep shouting and yelling their position, and unfortunately, their dangerous repetition makes too many people believe their distortions. We can see so many examples of this every day in the news and on social media. Yesterday, I happened to read about a class president of a high school who was seen on Snapchat burning a thin line blue American flag and yelling, all cops, if there is such thing as a good cop, which I don't think there is, should quit. The only good cop that is still employed is a dead cop. Now, I'm sure this class president is a smart and respectful high school kid. She probably was with her friends at a bonfire and thought she was just joking around. But this is a perfect example of seeing the influence of this extremism all around us. What leads a typical, good, young high school kid to say such a deplorable word in a careless moment? I really feel sorry for this young student because I can see other young high school kids and other young people doing and saying similar stupid things in a careless moment. It's a powerful example of the dangerous rhetoric of extremism we see every day in the news and on social media, and it's influencing too many people. We all must be aware of ourselves, of not giving in to the spirit. And of course, we need to warn our kids and, and one another of this extreme danger. If we listen to the demands and platform of some in the extreme left, it's appalling, full of hatred, violence, anarchy, and craziness. That is the extreme left. Yet the extreme right is no better. In fact, they express a similar psychology. The extreme right tries to portray all protesters these past weeks as violent anarchists, people who want to destroy our country and trample upon all that we value and consider good. These extremists of the right ignore or turn a blind eye to the millions of peaceful protesters trying to portray all protesters as lawless fanatics who commit violence, destruction, and even murder. This simplistic and dangerous caricature allows such extremists to ignore the pleas for empathy, understanding, and compassion toward those who have suffered injustices, and they reject any sincere self-reflection into the systemic injustices within our society. The extreme left, the extreme right. Both ideological extremes are terribly dangerous and need to be rejected. Life can never be defined by these extremes. Sim such simplistic and distorted caricatures of the other, viewing those on the left or right in extreme ways, will never offer an honest and complete picture of a person. And social media exasperates the situation because so many, including many Christians, 
and some priests I know, and some people in this church, try to pigeonhole all liberals or all conservatives into one false caricature. If we are sincerely trying to follow Jesus Christ, however, we must reject all that is false, these simplistic and dangerous labels that extremists place on one another. We all need to be on guard not to use their terminology, their descriptions, not to hold their attitudes, and we must not keep posting their stories, especially all these conspiracy theories that are floating around on social media. They are the work of ridiculous extremists, and we must reject all these forms of extremism. Let me repeat that again, especially all these conspiracy theories that are floating around on social media. They're the work of ridiculous extremists, and we must reject them. These forms of extremism from the right and from the left are the work of evil, the work of the devil to divide us from one another. There's only one form of extremism that is ever acceptable as a Christian, and that is the extremism of love. If you want to be an extremist, be an extremist in showing love to one another, especially to those who appear different than you. If you want to be an extremist, be an extremist in offering mercy, especially to those who you think don't deserve mercy. If you want to be an extremist, be an extremist in forgiving one another and reconciling with one another, especially with those who come from the opposite political spectrum as yourself. If you want to be an extremist, be an extremist in building others up and doing good for others. During the height of the civil rights movement back in the 1960s, during one of the times that Martin Luther King was imprisoned, many people, including many white clergymen, were calling him an agitator and a dangerous extremist. Listen to his response. Though I was initially disappointed at being categorized as an extremist, as I continued to think about the matter, I gradually gained a measure of satisfaction from the label. Was not Jesus an extremist for love? He said, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those that hate you, and pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. Was not the prophet Amos an extremist for justice? He said, let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Was not Paul an extremist for the Christian gospel? He said, I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the question is not whether we will be extremists, but what kind of extremists will we be? Will we be extremists for hate or for love? Will we be extremists for the preservation of injustice or for the extension of justice? In that dramatic scene on Calvary's Hill, three men were crucified. We must never forget that all three were crucified for the same crime, the crime of extremism. Two were extremists for immorality and thus fell below their environment. The other, Jesus Christ, was an extremist for love, truth, and goodness, and thereby rose above his environment. Today, the first Sunday after Pentecost, we call this Sunday in church, All Saints Sunday, the Sunday we remember all the saints of the church, those saints officially canonized, 
as well as the many other unknown saints who have not been canonized, but whom our Lord knows well. This is the first Sunday after remembering how the Holy Spirit came down upon the followers of Jesus and not only enlightened them, but empowered them and transformed these saints into extremists for God's love. They became extremists in proclaiming the good news of their risen Lord and sharing his unconditional love to all people everywhere. Such saints, for such saints, there was no longer Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, because the extreme nature of divine love destroys all boundaries. That's the only type of good extremism. This type of extremism, one who holds an extreme love for God and an extreme love for one's neighbor, should describe every true follower of Jesus Christ. We should hold an extreme love for our neighbor, regardless of what color they are, regardless of what political party or ideology they support, regardless of any label society may place on them. Let me again return to the example of Martin Luther King's extremism. When his home was bombed and his children were threatened, when he was imprisoned and his friends were murdered, when he faced an uncertain future and knew his life was in danger, he responded to the evil and hatred that surrounded him in this extreme manner. He stated, I've seen too much hate to want to hate. And every time I see it, I say to myself, hate is too great a burden to bear. Somehow, we must be able to stand up against our most bitter opponents and say, we shall match your capacity to inflict suffering by our capacity to endure suffering. We will meet your physical force with soul force. Do to us what you will, and we will still love you. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Hate multiplies hate, and violence multiplies violence in a descending spiral of destruction. Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. Today, I want all of us to reflect on extremism, both the dangerous and evil type of extremism and the valuable and godly type of extremism. The extremism of the political and ideological right and left that we see playing out in our bitterly divided country is the extremism we all must reject. There's nothing good that will come out of this type of ideological extremism. The only good extremism is that of the saints that we honor today on All Saints Sunday. Becoming an extremist for love, an extremist for mercy, an extremist for compassion. This week, may we all be on guard against the dangerous forms of extremism and embrace the only acceptable form of extremism in God's love. Extremists for love, for mercy, and for compassion. God bless us all.